Hello and welcome to Modern Day Human, helping you align with your highest frequency and activate more clarity, power, and purpose in your daily life. My name is Brian and this episode is focused on the role passions play in uncovering your life purpose. And before we begin, just a reminder that if at any time you would like more support uncovering your life purpose, you can always click the link in the show notes. Now I want to focus on passions in this episode because they're such a big part of uncovering your purpose and can be a point of confusion for people. A lot of people aren't sure what their passions are and can have a difficult time identifying them. Now there are two viewpoints that I see out there in regards to passions and how they play into your life purpose. On the one side is the viewpoint that you should follow your bliss and that following your passions is the point of life and that your life purpose is all about doing what you love. And then the other viewpoint is that pursuing your passions is kind of a naive way of going about life, that not many people are actually able to do that, and that gives false hope to a lot of people. This viewpoint argues that you should apply a more logical approach to find work that is fulfilling. And this second argument was made popular by the book So Good That They Can't Ignore You, written by Cal Newport back in 2012, which has had a bit of a resurgence in the last couple years. And the basic argument in the book is that skills trump passions, and that it's kind of a waste of time to focus on passions because it's very rare that they actually lead to job satisfaction, or even to making a living at all. Instead, Cal argues that passion comes from finding a skill and then developing that skill until you master it, and it's the mastery of a skill that leads to passion. Now, I believe both of these viewpoints are a little bit exaggerated. They kind of represent the opposite ends of the spectrum. On the one hand, I don't believe passion is the only component of life purpose. So I agree that focusing solely on passion isn't going to necessarily lead to fulfillment. And on the other hand, I still do consider it an essential component of uncovering your life purpose. And that in order to master any kind of skill, you must first have a sufficient enough desire to develop that skill. You know, something to carry you through those times when it's challenging to work at it and to develop it. I believe passion sparks inspiration and as a result drives motivation. Because when you're inspired by what you do, you're naturally motivated to do it, even when it's challenging. I continue to experience this every day. No one has to motivate me to get on a call with a client or record this podcast or share content or respond to social media comments. I'm inspired to do all of it, honestly. And so I don't have to worry about motivation. I'm self-motivated in that way because I'm inspired. But what I think was really good about Cal Newport's book was that it put a spotlight on the conventional wisdom around pursuing your passion. And it helped give everyone pause to question and think about it. I always think it's good to question your beliefs, especially the ones that you feel are so obviously true, you know, and that you take for granted. Like everyone should pursue a life of passion. We just take for granted that's the conventional wisdom. And what I would like to do is just to go a little further by examining what exactly passion means, what it represents beyond the dictionary definition, which, by the way, according to the Oxford Dictionary, I have right here uh, passion is a strong and barely controllable emotion, or an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. Okay, so drama, right? 
I mean, I can't be mad at the word passion. That is the definition. It just gets a little bit overwhelming for people when we then use that word as the goal that we strive to achieve in life. Because when we use this definition, the goal then to follow your passion or live a life of passion translates into follow your strong and barely controllable emotions or live a life of strong and barely controllable emotions. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's a little extreme. That's a little much. It's kind of intimidating. And it's an exaggeration of what is actually needed to uncover your life's purpose. So I like giving a definition of passion that has just a little more practical application, something that makes it a little bit easier to connect with your passions. And my definition is really short. I define passions as an elevated interest. And then to define a little bit further, for an interest to be elevated, it must be two things, natural and frequent. So I guess to be more accurate, I would say that a passion is a natural and frequent interest. That's a better definition. People often disregard an interest because they think to themselves, yeah, but I'm not really sure if I'm passionate about it. That's a common response people have in a way that they kind of disregard their interests. So I found this new definition is a very useful one. It allows you to explore your interests without thinking that you have to be so fanatical about something in order for it to be considered a passion. Can you think of things that you're naturally drawn towards? And by natural, I mean the ones that originate from within you. What are those? Just list those out. And then after you list those out, go back over the list and look at the ones that you are frequently drawn towards. What are the things that you think about or have the desire to do on a weekly, semi-weekly, or daily basis? And the ones that you're more frequently drawn towards, I would say, are the ones that you're more passionate about. And then those interests on the list that are both natural and frequent are the ones that are worth considering as your passions in life. But make sure that they check both of those boxes because an interest that is natural but doesn't come up very frequently for you is more likely a hobby. And an interest that is frequent but isn't natural to you, well, that's really just an expectation or an obligation you somehow feel a responsibility for doing. And neither of those, a hobby or an obligation, are likely to be able to provide that sustained energy that's needed to pursue your life purpose. That's why true passions are important. They provide energy in the form of inspiration. Remember, passion sparks inspiration, which then drives motivation. I think it's still very common to allow expectations or obligations to override what we feel is best for us. Society puts a lot into your head on what you should and should not do. So it can be really tricky to actually hear your own voice and know what your true feelings are, especially with parents reinforcing societal norms and conditioning. And not just parents. It can be friends and teachers and coworkers and other family members that do this too. Anyone that has an influence on you. And so it's really up to each of us to strengthen that connection that we have to our inner guidance so that we can take all those thoughts and opinions of other people and filter it through what we actually feel is true for us. This is why I started the whole season with that episode on inner guidance. 
This is where it becomes really important. And by the way, inner guidance does not just come from your inner thoughts. You won't necessarily know if you have an interest in something unless you do the thing. A lot of times you have to try things out before you actually know if it's something you want to keep doing. And this goes back to Cal Newport's point that sometimes it takes developing a skill before you know if you really like doing it or not. I agree with him on that. And a lot of times, the better you are at it, the more you actually like doing it. So his book is worth checking out, but just remember, passion is an elevated interest. So keep this definition in mind if you decide to read that book. And then another concept that I would like to introduce is that passions can be divided into two categories, surface passions and core passions. I consider surface passions to be those things that are tangible and specific, whereas the core passions I consider to be invisible and more general, which also makes them more flexible. Core passions can be applied to more than one thing, which is great when you're trying to think outside the box. You can also think of surface passions as being the what and the core passions as being the why. So for an example, let's say you have a passion for fishing. That would be a surface passion. It's specific and it's tangible. Like everyone knows what it looks like to go fishing. But then digging into why you like fishing, you can see that it contains core passions. One of those might be that you like the solitude or that it's peaceful or quiet or connected to nature. Those would be examples of core passions. They are invisible, more general, and could also be experienced while doing other things outside of just fishing. I don't know why I'm using fishing as an example, like I hate fishing, but that's what came to mind, so I'm rolling with it. Another core passion could be the process of analyzing all the different variables to come up with the best strategy for accomplishing your goal. In this case, it's analyzing the weather conditions, time of day, type of fish, options for lures, etc. That kind of strategizing mind could be applied to other areas outside of fishing as well. Now that may be overthinking it a bit, which wouldn't be the first time I did that kind of thing, but you get the idea. And I found that this is a very effective way to analyze and categorize passions because it opens you up to seeing more of what makes life enjoyable for you. It really helps you to see opportunities for experiencing joy and fulfillment, which you might not have seen before. So when you're listing your passions, don't just stop at the surface passions. Ask yourself, why do you like those things? Do a little bit of digging and dissecting your interests, because that will get you into more of your core passions. And again, your core passions are the things that will help you to gain insight about yourself and help you think outside the box when you're looking to uncover your life purpose. So to wrap things up, I'd just like to leave you with a reminder as you engage in this process of exploring passions, as well as life purpose. It applies to both. And the message is this. Remember the power of feeling excitement. There is no need to be so concerned with how things will work out. Focus on what excites you and let it guide your steps forward and into a realm of higher frequency. I mean, that right there pretty much sums it up, don't you think? So I hope that's a helpful reminder for you to let go a little bit and give more space to explore the things that excite you. Once again, if you would like more support specifically to help you uncover your life purpose, just click the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to being with you in the next episode.